Well, again, thank you to the Kriegers for reading the gospel lesson. Um, grace to you and peace uh, in the coming of our Savior and his second coming. Amen. John the Baptist, he was truly a strange, odd character who didn't quite fit in. Seemed to do things a little bit different uh, than was expected. And perhaps his ministry of baptism reminds us how God uh, comes to us in surprising, unexpected ways and through lowly, common, ordinary people and events. As I thought about John the Baptist, I thought about the ministry here at Unity. John the Baptist wasn't an ordained pastor. He didn't have a, a degree from a seminary, just a common, ordinary person. And I thought about how unity cherishes and equips uh, the lay members here so that they can be partners in the gospel and members of the priesthood of all believers and be the voice uh, that prepares the way to the Lord. Think about the, the musicians, and we're so blessed uh, today's service, the, the singers. Think about the lay staff, how they work together, each sharing their, their specific talents and gifts, and the volunteers. I love the children's programs, simple, innocent faith, and the confirmation students when they uh, participate or they're shown on the video screen. One of those special John the Baptist, common, ordinary, no degree, uh, at least that I'm aware of, uh, was Joanne, uh, who had a special gift of sharing God's love and grace and I know her presence still uh, continues on in this ministry. When I think of John the Baptist, I kind of laughed that he didn't wear a priestly robe or garment or a pastoral alb or stole. Uh, instead, he wore a, a camel hair and a leather belt. And I love how the pastors here come out just like one of you. In ordinary clothes and dress. Maybe you remember this. I still have nightmares about it. One sermon, uh, Pastor John, during the sermon, during the service, he took off his alb. And I thought, oh, this could uh, be really a scandal, uh, <laughs> something dangerous. But I also love here at Unity how... All people, no matter what they're wearing, maybe their clothes are torn or ripped. It's not the latest style, but all people from every background are welcomed uh, and made to feel God's love through the ministry here. When I think of John the Baptist, he didn't preach in a beautiful sanctuary like you have here a cross of life for Christ the King. But he was out in the wilderness on the banks of the Jordan River. And to me, that's unity. 
You take the good news, just like John the Baptist, out to the people. Think about how you built a pavilion out in the wilderness. You had parking lot services during COVID. You set up the internet service that reaches out to people who can't come to the service. I marvel at the many ministries that you take the gospel out with through word and deed. I think of the Hepatha congregation, a bread of healing, uh, headed up by Pastor John's wife, Barb. I love hearing about the El Salvador uh, trips. And I remember the Waukesha parade tragedy, how they're in that wilderness, that difficult time, pastors from unity went out to share God's comfort, his assurance. John the Baptist was a strange character. Didn't think, do things like uh, ordinary people. We're told he ate bugs, locusts, <laughs> and honey. And I think about unity. You share a lot of meals. You have fellowship, coffee hours, Advent and Lenten meals. You help support the Waukesha Food Pantry. You made the pavilion, and how many families? I know we did. We had a meal back there celebrating our 40th wedding anniversary. You support the Serenity Inn. You have pies at, at Thanksgiving. And I hope the kids didn't eat bugs who went on the canoe trips, but I heard a little bit about some of their food <laughs> and the youth uh, uh, trips that the kids go on. Food's an important part. And my wife told me about the chickens, Christmas chickens for El Salvador. <laughs> you give thanks. And then you gather for this humble, simple meal the Lord's Supper, Jesus' body and blood given with, under, through the bread and the juice. And then finally, as I think about John the Baptist, I love how he humbly said, I must decrease so that Christ can increase. Pastors John and Sherry and Muriel, they could pridefully blow their horn and say, look at what we are doing here at Unity. We're a successful church that's growing while so many other congregations are struggling and dying. The musicians and the staff here, the volunteers could be puffed up with pride. But from what I see, you are all so humble and lowly. Servants that say, not to us, O Lord, but to you, be the glory and praise. I want to close with the story of John the Baptist, who changed my life 40-some years ago. I was in my first semester at seminary, and it can be a tough year, and it was on me, and at the 
end of the year or the end of the semester, I was uh, deciding I didn't have what it would take to become a pastor. Compared to the other students, I was lacking in so many areas. So I determined, yep, at the end of this semester, we'll head back to Milwaukee and pick up my life where I, I had left it. I had one final thing to do that semester, and that was to help out at a congregation where we were assigned to, to participate and learn uh, through contextual education. And that final thing was, a, it was called the Advent uh, Choir Festival. And at this choir festival, the finest choirs from St. Paul, Minnesota, and Minneapolis were invited to come and sing carols and hymns unto the newborn Savior. And it was a spectacular night. Uh, the choirs sang uh, with such boldness. Uh, they had a stage presence as they stood on risers. They sang in three or four-part harmony, and the spotlight shone on them, and their, their robes just sparkled. And I thought, wow, I'm going out on top. What a great way to finish my uh, attempt on that first year of seminary. And everything was going so beautifully. And then near the end of the program, everything fell apart. There was a lull, a break. Uh, it was uncomfortable. And people who were sitting in the dark sanctionary we started mumbling, grumbling. What happened? What disturbed the program? And I looked down and saw on the bulletin, uh, it said special choir. And I thought, what is that? Whose idea was this? You just ruined such a beautiful program. And then I looked up and I saw it was children and adults with various uh, mental and physical challenges. And they were being led up. And as they went, they were looking back at the, the people in the sanctuary, waving and smiling. When they got on stage, they didn't line up straight. Some were looking down. Some were smiling. And then they began to sing. And the special choir was worse than I even imagined it would be. They sang off key, they mumbled their words, they had no stage presence, and uh, they didn't even sing a Christmas song. Instead they sang love, <laughs> love divine, all love's excelling. And as I had my head down and listened to the mumbling and grumbling of others, uh, and I thought, how sad that this took place. I'll be honest, the Holy Spirit reached out to that song of the special choir through those John the Baptists that night. And it's the only song I remember from that festival. And through their music, they reintroduced me to the Lord of love. 
who came in the form of a tiny babe born in Bethlehem, who chose to surround himself with, with lowly fishermen, a tax collector, who enjoyed being with sinners, an outcast, the sick, those deemed to be unholy. Their song that night reintroduced me to my loving Lord who overcame sin by, not through a display of power and might, but by dying on Calvary's cross and who announced his victory over death quietly on a Sunday morn as the women went to anoint his body and found that the tomb was empty. And as I sat in that sanctuary and listened to the special choir, I said, Lord, maybe you can use me. I'm going to keep, <laughs> keep trying, doing my best. And I decided to continue on with the seminary. And I said, God, let me just sing my song as you empower me. And let me do uh, as the special choir did that night. And all the other good John the Baptists who touched my life. Let me be that simple voice that prepares the way of the Lord. Well, my friends, you, the John the Baptists, you, the humble and special people here who put the you in unity, because of you, the blind receive sight, the lame walk, the leopards are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have good news brought to them because of you in unity. Hope, peace, joy, and love spring up in the wilderness, in the emptiness. Amen. And let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for a simple people of faith, simple events where you surprise us with your grace and mercy. Help us to just lift up our song, to share uh, our message in only the ways that we can do so. Thank you for uh, unity. Continue to bless this congregation and, and the partners in the gospel. Unto your glory and praise, amen.